Anyway, what's going on, Mike Keller? Griefus day! No, no grief, miss. <laughs> you gotta, like, roll with the punches and just, you know, it's everything's fine. We're all Keller, just trying to live. I have a question. Has anyone ever made you feel small? All the time, but I, I just say, like, you know, I am small. In the greater scheme of things, I'm just a speck of dust, so it really doesn't matter. Let's just talk about stuff. I mean, again, I, I, I have a, there's a couple of different things. There's new, there's vegan news. You want to hear some vegan there's news? There's news. Yes. I'm much more interested in vegan news. Is it No, wrong? no, we're going to, we're going to get to the grievance too. Come on, no, man. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what the world is about. Yeah. So have you heard about Kraft and Notco? Notco. No, I have not heard about them. Notco. So there's this Chilean company called chilean 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 <laughs> it's a chilling company <laughs> hey you tell me about the the chilling company <laughs> uh there's a chilean company that has been tasked with saving the world no well you know i mean i don't know doing a business venture with heinz craft uh-huh and i guess something that a lot of vegans grew up with were craft singles uh-huh and so they have worked i guess they're using ai to to designate flavor profiles and textures to create the perfect vegan craft single oh cool and so there's three different flavors american style cheddar style and provolone i think people are concerned about the american style the american craft single because a lot of people grew up with those little waxy craft singles so hopefully Mm -hmm. it lives up to that taste lives up to that disappointment you had when it's actually not that good i don't know i mean you know people are attached to a certain flavor and and they remember when they were kids it's like uh you know the guy the critic in ratatouille when you zoom into his eyes and he has that flashback and it gives you chills yes mike keller exactly the chills and I actually tasted it. Oh. And it tasted like cheese. I mean, I don't I I, I didn't really think about oh my gosh, this is a craft single. I didn't I didn't it didn't come to me. In fact, I think that they're really going hard on the craft branding. The the mm-hmm. when I saw it it was like not cheese and then like craft in the corner when, when I sampled it. Now it's more craft and then not cheese is on the side. So it, it was kind of um they're, they're, they're really going it since you had it they're going full force with the craft branding so mm-hmm. uh you know a lot of dairy-free people a lot of vegans will be excited to try the new craft singles i'm excited and Ed. something that you're uh excited about i bet too is uh ikea is going to be relaunching a vegan hot dog nice is it going to be like their conceptual hot dog i don't know how to describe it it like didn't seem like a hot dog it was just like a kind of a cylindrical protein source it's like a thing that was stuff smashed together in a very kind of those are great yeah no i mean i wouldn't call it a hot i guess it's like okay it's an approximately a hot dog a deconstructed hot dog i don't know what it is but you know we can debate this is it a hot dog is it not it's good it's more of a vegan meat log yes meat log yeah but anyway, they're, actually, they're launching it in Europe. Hopefully, it'll come to the U.S. as well. But they're redesigning their vegan hot dog, and it's going to be more realistic. It's oh, good. so it will be less like a meatloaf and more like a hot dog. The meat log people are probably going to be up in arms if they replace it, probably. I had no idea they um, discontinued the meat log. 
I don't think they've discontinued it yet, but they're going to be reintroducing a, some. They're using they're going to reboot it. They're going to. It's going to have like a snap, and it's going to be like a real hot dog vibe. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I like the meat log. I wish I lived closer to a IKEA. Well, isn't the hot dog like fifty cents? It's like super cheap. It's more than that, but less than a lot. It's, it's less like than a dollar. dollar. It's less yeah, than a dollar. Really? Wow! Like uh, you could have like okay. ten of them. I'm going to find out. How much yes. is the IKEA hot dog vegan? Even Mike can afford it. IKEA's veggie dog, this is the meat log, is made of kale, lentils, quinoa, carrots, onions, spices, and ginger and turmeric. Nice. That's like a really great list of ingredients. And I'm it so boasts on board. tons of anti-inflammatory benefits, and it's seventy-five cents a dog. I say change nothing. I don't want to reboot at all. I think it's perfect the way it is. Why? Why? Why try to improve on perfection? And they put that like freaky pickled cabbage on it too. Yeah, it's great. Change nothing, IKEA. You know, IKEA is technically a nonprofit organization. Well, because it's like owned by the employees. And uh, I think it's just that the you know the tax rate in Sweden is so high. They did some sneaky thing where they turned it into a nonprofit, so they don't have to pay a lot of taxes. They don't have to work as hard if it's nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't malign the work ethic of the IKEA workers. I think they're they're doing well. So let's get to the important, the meat of this podcast, because I think it's important that we air our grievances. Okay, what are you mad about, Mike Keller? What angers you? What enrages you? Nothing. I am I am a rock in a river. The water flows around me. Don't worry, Mike Keller. I'll be fair-handed. Okay. With let's, my anger let's and animosity. Let's, let's hear it, bro. No, no, no. Let's start with you. Let's talk, start with you, and I'm going to see if you have a grievance. Do I have a grievance? Let me think. No, I mean, of course there are things in life that disappoint me, but I just don't feel very emotionally invested in them at this instant that you ask me. Have you ever been to a club... And you were like mm. humiliated, like right in front of a bunch of people. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, no specific anecdote comes to mind, but I am constantly humiliated and I just, you know, roll with it. It doesn't bother you? No, I'm sure it bothers me. I'm just at this instant, I'm not bothered. You're trying to like rile up and like make me relive some trauma. I, at the moment, don't have one. How about you? Tell me do about you do your anything? humiliating. Do you like, 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 like when you're treated badly at the club or the restaurant or wherever you're treated badly do you do anything to to as, as you know, lash out to, not just lash out but something maybe i don't know constructive like maybe write a yelp review i once wrote um like a five-star yelp review about hey you want me to read you the five-star yelp review i wrote is about, it a vegan restaurant it's a well i had vegan food there it was a, you, you know that really expensive place called nick's well, yeah, Nick's on Beverly. Yeah, it's closing down actually, but no, they're me... supposedly they're reopening it. Oh, that's great! I I think I wrote a kind of a funny, constructive review. Okay, I can't wait. So, but there's some anger you have towards Nick's Nick on Beverly. No, not anger. Do they treat not you badly? Anger. No, I'll, like, did they dress me... you down? Not at all. They, but they did I, they the... ignore you at your table and just have you wait there for thirty minutes without without letting was... you take your order? <laughs> Look, I thought the waiter was really sneaky. And I admire his chutzpah, but I had to call him out on it. And I did it in a fun way. Let me just find it. So here's the thing. The subject of this podcast is pretentious vegan restaurants that treat 
vegans badly. <laughs> I thought this was about <laughs> lab-grown meat. <laughs> and it's also about lab-grown meat. Okay. I, I mean, hey, I, I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Wait, for it, I man. just, I really come need on, to man. Find Give it to me. Fo- you know what? I'm going to text my cousin because I used my, co- I don't even have a Yelp account I, I'm, or a Google guide account. So I, I used my cousins to make the review. Okay. That's good. So we, were you overcharged? In a way, I just, I don't want to ruin the surprise. I just like cut all this stuff out. I just want to find the review and read it. No, but, we uh, have to keep it going, man. Okay. So, so I have this inferiority complex <laughs> and chip on the shoulder i don't think it's a chip on my shoulder i'm a pretty approachable person you i mean you have a notion that like well i guess all people should be treated well but you have you know like yeah, I, I have I've, a pretty egalitarian view of the world yeah, i think that true. everyone should be treated with respect you, I mean, you you say it jokingly, but you don't actually believe that when you go into a vegan restaurant, like people should know who you are. No, absolutely okay, not. Okay, just, just in making fact, sure. In fact, I prefer if they don't know who I am. Right, like there's no expectation of some kind of like special treatment or something. Honestly, right? when we were in San Diego and there's this place called Cafe Tropics, it's kind of like a mm-hmm. little place by the beach and it's a nice little place that they have vegan food. Sophia, who works at the at the counter and does you know a lot of work, you know it's really nice. She follows Vegan Hex Pod and she recognized oh, cool. me immediately, wow. and I felt awkward and uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and I, I but in a in a way like a little thrilled too. No, 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 no. That's you. That's that <laughs> you're projecting your whatever yeah. your quest okay. for fame or something. Right. <laughs> I would rather be incognito. I didn't. Want this fame and fortune thrust upon me, Mike Keller? So much fortune. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, I just want to be incognito. I just want to be, and and I think that that's important when I look at a restaurant, and and also I want to be objective about the food that right, I'm you eating. You want to be beholden to them, and it's better if they don't know who the hell I am because I I don't want to get preferential treatment. I want to get the regular treatment that you know. Invisible middle-aged men get, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a couple things. Okay, so we went. I went to this place called Donna Jean. Now, Donna Jean is sort of I, becoming an institution. Um, you know, it's kind of like when I was like in my teens, there was this place that Alice Waters founded. I think it was in '71. It's a place called. Chez Panis in Berkeley. And oh, it's this, fancy. Yeah, I've heard of that one. When you say fancy, it's like unpretentious food served pretentiously. It's kind mm. of this, well, Berkeley, Napa Valley aesthetic, farm to table, trendy pizzas. She, she would do like goat, goat cheese pizzas. And hmm. I remember going there like, 70s 80s like during the salad days but but this is kind of the aesthetic that a lot of restaurants are going for where it's like you know kind of a, a nice terrace a, a, a good, it's for tech people <laughs> is that a what you good mean? like that brick you know oven for the pizza mm-hmm. you know and and donna jean basically takes this concept this kind of farm to table elevated pizza and they do this in San Diego. They also just recently opened a location in Sherman Oaks. And it, it's kind of this thing where when I go to these places that are kind of not necessarily fancy restaurants, but restaurants that have a certain, I don't know, what is it? Uh, Cachet. 
Yeah, Crossroads. Uh, you know, it's sort of uh, fancy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and uh, the other Pura Vida, mm-hmm. uh, Gracias Madre, maybe even. <laughs> Gratitude on a, you know, <laughs> oh, in, you, a certain you, level. You want to hear my gripe with Gracias Madre? Okay, go ahead. Um, which, I, again, I admire her chutzpah. The, the server, I had her twice, would put um, as a, you know, a suggested tip 25% as the high range. You know, it's the high range. Mm-hmm. And so if you are to like lower it to 20, you know, which is standard, it's like you look cheap because you actually like moved it. So you just end up like paying 25%. Okay. Well, did you get good service though? Sure. Okay. Well, then you know, good enough at least. Give them twenty five percent then. God. No, I don't mind. You're it's griping just the, over five like, percent. Am I griping? No. I said I admire her chutzpah tactic. That yes. she Like you know, it could have nothing on it. You know, no default setting, and then you press which one you think is right. But she starts it at twenty five, so that if you were to like want to put anything else, you have to lower it. You you have to actively lower it, and so like it looks petty, and so you don't do it. I, you know, I usually default to 20% tip. So, so anyway, I, w- I went to this place, Donna Jean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we sat down. I, I th- we, got, we got our menus. We sat down. And then were ignored for 25 minutes. Like, did like you, I was did timing. You, did you look schlubby? I, I was with my was family. Did I look <laughs> schlubby? Yeah, well, of course I look schlubby. Come on. Give me a break. Yeah, it's like extra annoying because you're with your family and they're, they're looking at you like, come on, you, you have to have clout here. You have to have clout. See, they knew. Like I should have, I should have given my card. Hey, I'm vegan hacks paw. Look oh, at me. God. Cringe, <laughs> cringe. So okay, so, so, they so took I sat down. Okay, I sat down and stuff. and proceeded to be not treated well throughout mm-hmm. the whole evening. And it was funny too because we were in the. Did they treat your family well or just no? They didn't. No, they, they, we were like you. invisible. They didn't want did, us there. They did 100%. it feel like they treated other people well? I have it, no idea. We were kind of inside like an area where it was kind of separate from the terrace where everyone was sitting. And so there was a procession of servers, not a lot of servers. I mean, it wasn't, I mean it's not a huge restaurant, but there were servers walking back and forth. So when a server walked by, uh, can we get some plates? Uh, can we get some water? Can we get some? And then they would like kind of nod their heads and walk and just ignore us. Maybe, is it possible that your assigned server was just having like a bad day or was overworked or was like on drugs or something? I don't know. You know, they... they but however, like, however, when I did my post, I actually posted a video. Some people said, oh, I've never had a bad experience at, uh, you know, oh, Donna Jean. And then there's some video. people say, some people said they get the vibe. So they they have an issue with service with certain people. So maybe they're... You know, when you said even said something about clout, like the kind concept of like like well, maybe they are trying to cultivate a certain clientele, and I don't fall within that clientele demographic. I know I'm a unicorn. I'm a weird guy. I'm a freaking vegan influencer, middle aged dude. You know, I understand I'm different. Okay, and maybe I don't fall into that whatever. I don't know, tech bro demo. And so they don't encourage people like me to go to that, to repeat, to go to that restaurant again. I encourage it. You know, they, uh, there's like a marketing strategy for luxury brands to basically condescend to their consumers. Like, have you seen that movie Triangle of Sadness? I have not seen it, but I wish it's I great. Thought. You should definitely see it. It's a great movie. But um, there's a scene in the beginning where there's a mockumentary 
and they're like ma- they're telling the difference between uh, Balenciaga and H and M, and so they have the, they're like okay, like they go to the model and they're like okay, pose for an H and M ad, and it, they're smiling like this big cheesy smile, and then Balenciaga, and then they're like frowning and scowling at the camera, and, and then so they're like H and M Balenciaga, and then the smile goes like up, and then it frowns, and then a smile, and then it frowns, and so like I guess the joke is that you know in order to cultivate like exclusivity and pricing premium, you have to like look down upon your customers and make them have to like earn your respect or you know like prove themselves to you it's like pathetic okay i eat at a lot of restaurants <laughs> and okay. i i i mean i and i eat at restaurants of a lot of different price ranges and and i eat a lot of at a lot of restaurants that aren't vegan mm-hmm. uh you know so i'll have vegan options at these restaurants mm-hmm. i have been treated worse at the vegan restaurants. Really? And I don't know, is it kind of a situation where it's like, we got to fake it till we make it. We got to try hard. Is it they're trying to do like an exclusive club? I mean, what is the situation uh, with that? I just don't know if you can really uh, judge an entire restaurant based on the one human being that happened to be assigned to you that one day. And who knows what that person was going yeah. through that day. I could mention more than one restaurant. And, and in fact, when I choose these restaurants, when I make the reservation, there's a little element of regret in my soul knowing that there's a potential that I'm going to be treated badly at these restaurants. Mm-hmm. Shush, just don't go. I understand that. But I mean, I feel like it's important that I go. I mean, I want to have a good experience. I want to share a good experience with people, you know, and, and, you know, even like, I, I mean, I've, I'm at the crossroads maybe four times now so far, you know, uh, mm-hmm. two times in the LA one and maybe three times in the LA one and, and two times in this, in the Las Vegas one. And it's a little different because the Las Vegas one, they're having trouble. They're trying to, in fact, they just recently introduced, they're going to do a all vegan Sunday brunch. That could be so good. For forty nine for forty nine dollars. So is it's, it, it's not it, super wait, wait, expensive. Is it um it's a buffet? It's gonna be a buffet. It's gonna be like a, a Sunday cool. brunch. I wanna but, try that. But but the, I had significantly different experiences service wise. Because the they were LA more hungry one. for your, your business in Vegas than they were in LA, right? The LA one doesn't need my business. They have so no. many customers and it's kind of that Hollywood scene. And the one in Vegas, you know, it was easy to get a reservation and they have to treat the customer correctly. You know what also might be a factor in on it? Um, it might also be that the, uh, this is going to sound so like a fat cat. Um, it could be that in the Beverly Hills one, the staff is unionized. So like they like they they don't have to worry about uh, being like written up or whatever to the same extent that the Vegas staff do. Yeah, I again, I, I mean, I, I didn't really belabor my experience at at Donna Jean that much, but I just wanted mm. to just conclude with the situation was like, you know, that they want you to leave when they tell you, "Are you ready for dessert?" And we still hadn't gotten our pizza. If they want you to leave, they should bring your food really fast so you'll get, keep it going. Keep they, the momentum the food, going. The food hit the table pretty quickly once we ordered. It took a long time to order, but we we like we wanted plates, like like to share our food. And and then we asked three or four people for plates. 
Lame. And the plates didn't come. It, it, it's like it's like honestly, I really I I felt like there was it was a combination of maybe they were stretched beyond their limits, you know, overworked, but also we weren't just asking our particular server for help. We were asking other people as well, and they were ignoring us. So it's like you know, I I and and honestly, the situation is like I don't mind being treated badly. I don't like when my family's being treated badly. Yeah. That 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 bugs me much more than anything, you know. You know, if I'm by myself, you know, hey, you know, I don't know, just you know, I'll chill or be on my phone or whatever. It's not, it's not, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt me as much as when I'm with my family. We're on vacation. We want to have a nice experience, and we get treated by like dirt. They rained on your parade. Are these vegan places trying hard, er, <laughs> to cultivate a certain cachet because they want you know the only the young and sexy to be eating at their restaurants i don't know the answer to that because i don't go to a lot of fancy restaurants i'm still waiting for that nixon beverly hills review i i couldn't find it and then i texted oh, my nixon, cousin nixon and he beverly. didn't have it and i don't know where it is but uh i mean I'll, I'll tell you the basic gist of it it was like um the the waiter was just so like clever about like upselling and stuff like for example he was like would you like Evian or municipal water <laughs> so that's like a clever way of saying tap water but it sounds worse and then like some people just don't know what municipal water means so they just say like oh Evian you know were you on like a date so yeah exactly I was okay. on a date so, so, so you were on like... a date so it's like he knew that you couldn't be like a cheapskate exactly. <laughs> Um, and I was just basically was it like a first date or something? No, no or? it wasn't. But I was I was basically just praising him for his like sneaky marketing tactics. What were the other upsells? He he was like okay. He was, he did another funny trick. He was like at the end he said something to the effect of like, and it was so smart of you to leave enough room for dessert. Ah, you know, like like praising me for a decision I hadn't necessarily made, but also like what? So you know, if you're not like in a what do you call it psychologically um, attentive mindset, you'd see that if you say like no thanks, I'd rather not have dessert. You're you're basically like denying him saying you're smart. Like no, I'm actually not that smart. Okay, okay, do you, do you want to hear my other uh, vegan kerfuffle that happened in San Diego? It's actually quite interesting. Kerfuff it up. Okay, so the, the, the other situation is it's like, okay, so I go to a place like Donna Jean where I, thought, I, felt, I felt like the food was good. Like, like I felt like the, the, the pasta was good. The salad was acceptable, interesting. I mean, it wasn't like I wouldn't go back for it. The they had this kind of potato fried potato thing. Everything seemed a little under seasoned. the The pizza itself was good, like really good, nice light crust. Like whoever makes the pizza, like for knows what they're doing. Making me hungry. The cheese was a little like baby food. You know, I don't know if you know. Sometimes the baby, you know, kind of like hummusy kind of kind of stuff. You know, it had a kind of beanie vibe, but I still enjoyed it. You know, I thought the pizza was worth like like I can see people who don't want the terrible service would like maybe order to go maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that would be the, uh, a good way to get the, get the good pizza because that, I mean, I think that's the only thing worth coming back to that place for. So I was also recommended a restaurant called the village, the village SD. And, um, it's this restaurant that has Mexican food on one side of the menu 
and Japanese food on the other side. And ne'er the two shall meet. And the food was incredible. We had these stuffed tacos that looked like it, it, it could be on a cover of a, of a, of a cookbook. So beautiful. Wow. And uh, wet tostadas. And these, we got these beautiful spicy tuna roll that was like just, just, just beautifully made. The food was flawless. The, the, the woman that was serving us, it was like a family joint. And she was the, the sister of the owner. I believe her name was Paloma. And she was just so charming and nice and, and, and very attentive. I mean, it was like a night and day experience. Like it was just an incredible place. And so I did a video where I kind of teased that I went to the village. Mm-hmm. And someone commented, like, those are anti-vaxxers. Huh? And I guess apparently during COVID, the owner had kind of skirted some of the mask mandates. And maybe they could do it because it was a family-run business. Right. It's been a couple of years. I I don't really want to like relitigate the, you know, COVID protection debates. You know what I mean? It seems like okay, let's just move on from that for now. It's being right? relitigated. I mean, there was there was a guy yeah. that was like just he was posting like two, three posts on my thing about about anti-vaxxing and oh, those horrible anti-vaxxers, don't don't send people there. And also there's an element of some vegans that are anti-vax yeah there are definitely some anti-vax vegans and also there's some people that have like maybe religious beliefs make certain decisions so so anyway if i I were in your place i would just let him say what he wants to say and kind of ignore it and just move on to the next video (laughs) when i go to a restaurant i don't ask what's your political affiliation who did you vote for what's your your scene but again i can also see the other side where i mean some these people think that you know, I mean, I believe that maybe people's lives were at risk because of the behavior right. of the restaurant. I, you know, so so, but I I also feel that we need to move on. 